0: Hello, and welcome back to Chatting Rabbis. This is Eliezer Zalmanov from Munster, Indiana. Mandy
1: Khetrek from Istanbul, Turkey. It's so pleasant every time when you start this podcast and you have such a cheerful voice. Hello, everybody. This is Eliezer Zalmanov from Munster, Indiana.
0: That's how how we set the tone. We set the mood for a pleasant and fun and uh, all-around joyful uh, conversation.
1: Of course, all our conversations are very joyful. I guess some people get have the joy of criticizing, some people have the joy of agreeing, and some people just have the joy in uh, listening.
0: Right, that, that should be our tagline, chatting rabbis, there's something for everyone. Whether you agree with us or disagree <laughs> with us, everybody leaves happy. Exactly. You all just have to tick the box. Great. So what's going on? How's your summer coming along?
1: Summer is coming along, um, a lot of work this summer, but I'm extremely stressed about what's going on in Israel.
0: That's very interesting that you say that, that you're stressed, I guess, because uh, you have uh, deeper roots there than, than I do, even though my father is Israeli, but you having been born there and being raised there, I'm sure it's a lot more uh, personal to you what's going on over there.
1: It's personal to me because, uh, as the Rebbe once told somebody, never tell someone who doesn't have, never tell a Jew that he doesn't have a background. We all have a background. We all are very much connected to Israel. we all going to fast this week for Tisha B'Av for uh, the destruction of the Temple, which is in Israel, in Eretz Israel. So uh, yes, it's deeply, deeply troubling to me that uh, what's going on in Israel today, the, the fight, the internal uh, conflict, the fact that people don't listen to each other, don't understand each other, um, see the world in black and white, um or oh no nobody sees the world in black in white only black and the fact that people are just shouting over each other at each other or at each other's throats are people are going all the way to bring down
0: israel's economy israel's military israel's integrity and everybody blames the other of course, it's always the it's always the other side's fault. And if everybody would only agree with me and if everybody would just see things the way I see things in my perspective, then we can have peace and we can all get along. That's uh, right. That's, that's always how it works.
1: Right. And it's very, very saddening. It's very saddening. And I think about it a lot. I'm stressed. I read the news, um, try to follow what's going on, and it's stressful. It's also stressful because people will call me up and ask me what I think about it. And I really don't want to share what I'm thinking about
0: it. So people expect you to have an opinion about what's going on in Israel, in your community? In my
1: community, outside of my community. We host every Shabbos, uh, uh, lots and lots of people. And everybody wants to talk about that. And uh, I don't want to talk about that. And it's it's complicated. It's complicated because... um, what can I say? I don't want to talk about it, but that's all I say. It's complicated because I definitely do see the point in both sides of the argument, and I definitely do see the point in uh, having the need to have a, um, a rehaul of the of the judiciary in Israel. I definitely think that. Um, The judiciary in Israel has overreached and has been uh, using a lot of methods which are totally not judiciary they're ex-judiciary, things that are, uh, people are, the people in the judiciary bring in, they're not impartial, they bring in their ideology, they bring in their, uh, what they have in mind for Israel, and whatever their values are which may very well be great values but they're not necessarily values that everybody shares and or has in common and um and that's a problem
0: right The, the truth is always somewhere in the middle where without getting political there really is a way for compromise when it comes to these kinds of things if people could just look beyond what they uh if only we can find middle ground, all of our problems would be resolved. If everybody can f- can figure out a compromise, and if everybody can give up some of their uh, their most stubborn positions, then yeah, everything uh, everything works out. But we know we know that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way in relationships. It doesn't work that way in uh, in religion. It doesn't work that way in politics. Doesn't work that way in geopolitics. Everybody has a uh, feels that they have a lot to lose by compromising. So if you compromise, that means you're, you're, you're allowing the other side to win.
1: But it's more than, than just that. It's also because I definitely think that people are trying to force the government in one way or another using their military background. And that is like a military coup, definitely not democratic. On the other hand, I could also understand the worry about the people who serve in the military and people who, are, who have their kids going to the military. And they're worried that their lifestyle is going to be threatened, and the reason why it's going to be threatened because of the growing oh Hashem, the growing uh, Haredi and religious uh, demographic, and that uh, scares them. It scares them that there are so many Haredi people in Israel that don't work. It scares them that these people don't go to the army, and scares them that these people are going to threaten their way of life. And I can understand that. I can understand that because I really think that this is not the way it's supposed to be i don't think that the rebbe uh, was 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 proponent of people sitting um, their whole life uh, in a kollel and in a yeshiva and not going to the army and not serving and, and and sending other people to serve in the army instead of them i think it's not fair i th- i could understand why it's hurtful
0: in a perfect world where uh, when, where everything is going as it should, then yes, you have people that work and you have uh, people that learn Torah. Or to use the parlance. No, no, that we're no, familiar no, no, no. You have the yeshvel and, and the balayasek. In a perfect world, but we don't live in a perfect world.
1: In a perfect world, you have a very, very small minority of asor batlonim, 10 people, scholars, who sit and learn a whole day. The rest go to work. And that is something that is missing the The idea today in the Haredi world that everybody goes to yeshiva the whole life is definitely something that has never been in Jewish history. It's something that has not been like that in Jewish history, not in Poland, not in Russia, not in Lithuania. Aboafar learns in yeshiva, and after yeshiva he goes uh, he goes to work so A combination of these two things, the combination of these two things, of not going to work, and with that not contributing to the economy, and the not going to the army. These things bring a very, very, very strong antagonism and hatred towards religious and observant people.
0: The argument that they, that can be made against that and again uh, I, I don't necessarily have a, a good grasp on the situation but the argument can be made is that yes this thing uh, this concept of uh, people sitting and studying Torah all their life didn't exist in the old country didn't exist in poland everybody always worked for a living everybody went to yeshiva in their younger years and then earned an honest living the rest of their life but come to the holy land eretz a the, the promised land, the land that our ancestors yearned to return to for, uh, for centuries, shouldn't that place, of all places, shouldn't that be the place where there is a large segment of the population that spends their time studying Torah? No,
1: because ab- absolutely not. Absolutely not, because part of le- le- living in the land is also to work in the land. Right. We have mitzvah Louis varetz. We have, we have a mitzvah that to work the land for six years and to rest on the seventh. There's no mitzvah to to rest seven years. Just just trying
0: just trying to under, understand the perspective. But you know, with the uh, with with the growth of the community, yes, the uh, the haredi community is going to grow. The non haredi community might not be growing in the same percentages in the same numbers, but they're also growing. And like you said, the, the the saddest part of it is that they're turning out to be two completely different, but two different uh, countries almost, where people that have this type of lifestyle have this type of goal, this type of lifestyle, have, have different goals, and where there's a completely different, uh, different outlook. Uh, the right-wing and left-wing politics used to be all about keeping things balanced. You have a little pull to the right, a little pull to the left, and that way everything stays uh, somewhat centrist and uh, can stay afloat. Today, if you're on the right, you want everything on the right, if you're on the left, you want everything on the left. And if, uh, if you win if your side, if your political uh, party, if your, if your uh, persuasion is victorious and comes out on top, then you destroy everything and you don't care about anything from any, about anyone on the other side of, uh, of the equation. And that applies politically and that, that, will, that would apply religiously also. It's a, it's a very sad reality, but that's what it seems like again, uh, my outsider's perspective.
1: It's more than that. It is not just right wing and left wing. It is with the very grow, with the growing, vastly growing demographics, uh, the people who are working. It will be one thing for them to pay the bill, to fit the bill, both in um, security and uh, and uh, financially. But there's another thing about poking an eye into their eye, poking a finger into their eyes while you are being supported by them and or coming up with ever more extreme uh, behavior both in public and towards the public all while and demanding from the public all while not contributing your part i definitely understand where they're coming from not that listen i i didn't go to the army i uh, left uh, israel when, before I was called to the army at the age of sixteen i did not uh, i i don't work in israel i work in uh, as a rabbi they could call me the same what the, you call the uh, others but i definitely can appreciate and understand where the 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 brewing resentment it is it is something that that people can you know, there's one thing, okay, I'm gonna give you, you, you do whatever you want, don't mix into my life. It's okay. Now, mixing into life is okay. Yes, we go to go, but fill in, do it with a smile, but don't impose and get more and more and more and more and more while giving people the feeling that you're not counting them, all while you're counting on them on everything else.
0: Right, and and that's and that's the argument is that if you're benefiting from the uh, from the state, then you have to play a role in the establishment of the state, whether or not you believe in the Zionist mentality. But if you're living in the country and you're benefiting from what the government provides, uh, and government doesn't uh, grow money on trees, government uh, government's funding comes from taxes. Taxes comes from people that work, and people that work are inevitably going to be supporting the people that aren't working, and the people that work and the people that live uh, regular. Mainstream secular lives, 100%, will be uh, will have that resentment for people that are uh, that are parasites, as they call them, or mooching off of the uh, of the uh, the grandiose, the grandiose of the uh, of the taxpayer.
1: If if you live in a building and you don't pay your monthly uh, uh, homeowner association fees, and but you're only busy demanding and busy changing the management and making uh, a whole bunch of of demands that the other, nobody agrees with, and you are just getting one apartment, or another apartment, another apartment, meanwhile increasing the and you, and you're not paying your fees, and in, and you know being a ever growing burden on the rest of your neighbors. Eventually, people going to get upset. It's gonna boil over.
0: Yeah, that, that's it's inevitable, and you would we would like to think that the Am Yisrael, the people of Israel, the Jewish nation, can rise above it. That, uh, given the lessons that we learn, especially now with Tisha B'av this week, we can uh, look beyond our differences and get along and have love for one another. Ahavas uh, chinam, love for no reason other than the fact that uh, the other person is a fellow Jew, whether we agree with the body, with his lifestyle, disagree with his lifestyle completely. If you're able to uh, rise above that, then we say that there's a uh, there's a chance, there's a hope that uh, that things will turn out well. But if it becomes all about the sinas chinam, which sinas chinam, baseless hatred or unwarranted hatred, is perhaps not uh, not the best way to describe what's going on because everybody says that it's based on something. I uh, I hate him, I resent him because of X, Y, Z. So it's not really uh, baseless. But if you're still able to rise above that...
1: I do not want to sound as if I'm, you know... Uh, taught, uh, yes, you know, I we, we choose, we are part of the Haredi world we see the value of Limud Torah of learning Torah. appreciate the scholarship of people. Learning Torah is, is, you know, These are all very, very important values that we try to instill in our kids and in ourselves. And learning Torah and being part and being attached to the Yiddishkeit and be careful not to slide away off the path. These are very, very important values that, that we cherish and that we work. and we are, you know we are part of the Haredi world yes but we can also can appreciate and i do appreciate i do understand and i hear the pain on the other side i hear it i hear it i feel it and that is why the the fight that is going on in israel is so 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 bothersome to me I think it's also outlandish and crazy that people because of their disagreement are gonna go and 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 try to work up uh, all the whole world in order to downgrade Israel's economy in order to really pull out investments and people um, are trying to break down the Israeli military all because of some stupid, meaningless legislation. On the other hand, um, a government that sees that this is going to be the outcome, maybe try to find a way of not going full force on the other hand uh, you don't want to be not to really be seeming to be giving in to a military uh, force a coup and you uh, want to be you elected in a legitimate election and you want to um, carry out your mandate
0: yeah it's a, re- it's a reverse coup
1: why is yeah, it a reverse coup, because the coup is usually people come with guns and tell you do something. And here people say, we're not going to use our guns, and let the Hezbollah make you do something.
0: Right. So what's, what's your prediction? Um, without putting any money on it, where do you think this is going to go? How do you think this is going to end up? Where, uh, where is Israel going to be next year at this time? Was it a nice 75-year uh, experiment, and
1: that's it? <laughs> I
0: don't know what will be,
1: but it, uh, it bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me the extremism that has taken over both sides. Um, I, I definitely see that the fault is with the people in the Supreme Court. Definitely see that the Supreme Court of Israel has stretched and stretched and stretched and stretched and overstretched their boundaries and now came the rebound. But when you send that rebound back and when you try to overreach and so it took them 75 years, or more precisely, thirty years to get to where they are. and you try to push thirty years within six months, that's not going to work. Many people are going to co- get, get caught up in this. And they did. And then what? And yes, there is a balance here. I could understand. the people who who feel that the Supreme Court is completely left- wing. Uh, universal mind and is limiting the Jewish religious and and right wing mentality on the other hand the people on the other hand feel that they are the minority and they're gonna getting, getting more they see what's going to be in 30 years in 25 years 30 years 50 years they're still going to be even the ever growing ever diminishing minority because of the demographics who is the minority in uh in people, in count, but of course the majority in uh, security and in income and in taxes and in everything else. This gap has to be broken. This cycle has to be broken. And, And this cycle has not been broken also because of the court. Because the court itself, the whole thing, the whole mess is because the court struck down the deal that would slowly, slowly get the Haredi people into the workforce.
0: They wanted an all or nothing.
1: They wanted all or nothing. And in psychology of people, in mass uh, movements of people, all or nothing doesn't work.
0: Tafasta bimruva lo as we say in the Gemara. It's, uh, it's compromise that gets you where you want to go, and uh, compromise gets you, where, you uh, where everybody can get along, and and that the ship can be balanced
1: but i could only end with one small hope one small prayer i hope that people open their eyes stretch out their hands and just be nice to each other just try to understand where the other people come from stop poking each other these Terrible, terrible posts that people are posting on Twitter and social media is toxic. The Israeli politicians who are just non-stop going on and on and on with trying to poke other people's eyes from both sides of the aisle, is toxic, and we are all brothers. We are of We're all sons of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We're all brothers, sisters. We are all together and we're all in it. And this is exactly the message of Tisha B'Av.
0: The message of Tisha B'Av is that you don't have to agree with everyone and you don't have to see uh, eye to eye with everyone. You just have to accept that compromise gets you to where you need to go. And being stubborn and refusing to, uh, to, to budge even an iota will not only not give the other person room for for growth it will destroy what you have built up yourself to and that's where uh where we ended up with Tish above and that's where as again as an outsider's perspective that's what seems like is happening in israel and who knows things can change Moshiach could come before Tisha B'av.
1: Also, I want to add one more point. That we usually try not to speak about politics here in this podcast.
0: This is not politics. This is about the heart—the heart of the, the heart of the Jewish people. Uh, we, we, and, and, and any Jew that cares for uh, the unity of the Jewish people should be bothered by what's going on in Israel.
1: That's very true. Anyway because Mashiach is going to come and it's going to become
0: Amen, Amen, we should have joy, happiness, we should have Mashiach, we should have the Beis Hamikdash, and we should have Yisrael. Let, the, let all Jews get along in the most optimal and perfect way.
1: Let them not get along, but let them at least understand each other.
0: Very good. Amen. Taig isn't.
1: Take care.